As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 417. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about transitions in life. I want to talk about changes in life. Uh, But I don't want to talk about the changes that you decide to embark upon. Changing a job, changing cities, deciding a relationship isn't right for you, whatever it is. I want to talk about the changes that are given to you or the changes that you're kind of forced to embrace. You're broken up with, something with your job changes, your family, your friends, whatever it may be. I want to talk about the transitions that come from those changes, the transitions between A and B, the time between two moments, two outcomes. I want to approach this really practically because the other day I saw a tweet that I like half half liked and half didn't like. I shared it on Instagram and I got mixed responses from people as well. And so it gave me the idea to do this episode to talk about life transitions. And that tweet said, it said, the best thing about life is that everything I've ever lost has been replaced with something better. I never lack. I just transition. And objectively, I really do actually like that tweet. I love the idea that loss isn't loss as those things will be replaced by something better. And in, in fact, I've written a couple quotes about, about this idea, this mentality of, of faith and belief and, and optimism, and it's great. But the way this is written, it's like right now, in this moment, we should all be able to look at our lives and say, okay, I lost that, I lost this, but here's what I have now that's better. Okay, that relationship didn't work out, but look, now I'm with my soulmate. Okay, those five jobs weren't for me, but look, I'm working my dream job right now. And that's where the quote kind of lost me a bit. It's like, sure, when you're older and you're looking back on your life, you're looking back on your 20s or your 30s or your 40s or your 50s, yeah, you probably can say those things. You can probably connect all the pieces looking back because you have so many more chapters to reflect on. But what about the majority of us who are still going through life? What about those of us who haven't found that better thing yet? 
And I don't know, that quote kind of makes me feel a little bit shitty, like a little bit guilty, like I should have replaced anything I've lost in life by now. Something's wrong with me if I haven't yet replaced that thing with something better. It's like a lot of pressure. Okay, sure, I dig it, I'm transitioning, but I haven't replaced anything, so what's wrong with me? And obviously that's not the intention of, of whoever wrote that quote, but I was thinking about the idea, this idea that loss is only loss in life if you decide it's the end of the line. If you decide there's nothing between that end and another beginning, if you decide you're done and you're not transitioning to something better. And of course, if you know me or you listen to the podcast, I don't like that idea. <laughs> of course not. I like the idea of transition. I like the idea of being in between in life. So I just want to take a couple of minutes in this episode and give my thoughts on what transition practically looks like in life. Not butterflies and rainbows, like everything is replaced immediately, but what it actually looks like while we're in the midst of it, maybe second guessing it, maybe wondering if we're actually moving on to something better. And so I think it'll be helpful and give you something to consider. So I'll hop right into it. Before I do, quick thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. One of the reasons I'm so grateful to continue to partner with BetterHelp is because of what they represent and what therapy represents. At its core, therapy is how you take care of your mind, your most precious possession. I talked about this a couple episodes ago, that mind though. And you know, the reality of life is, of course, sometimes we neglect to purposefully and intentionally sit down and give our minds maintenance. It's like, of course, we take care of our apartment and we clean it and our car, we take it into the shop, but we tend to neglect maintaining our minds. And that obviously has far reaching impact in our lives. We become anxious. We give into overthinking. Um, we don't take time to address and resolve trauma and so on and so on. So we have to find a way to give our minds some love. And that's where better help online therapy comes in. I use BetterHelp to just have someone to talk to, a therapist to talk to, to bounce feelings and ideas off of, but BetterHelp is so amazing because they have therapists who specialize in every area of life from dating and relationships to career and family issues or trauma or anxiety or whatever it is that's pulling at you in life. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you will be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And of course, because you're amazing and you're a new Mindset Podcast listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash new mindset. So thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. And I can't wait to hear about the breakthroughs you always share with me that you've had in therapy. But let's talk about this idea here. Again, the tweet. The tweet said, the best thing about life is that everything I've ever lost has been replaced with something better. I never lack. I just transition. Let's assume for a minute that that is wishful thinking, and it's something that we will arrive at, but it won't be until much later in life. So it leaves us with this question, what about now? What about today? What about amidst the changes today as they're happening today, not looking back at them, but today amidst the changes? That's a change from being in a relationship to being single. That's a change from working a job to not. That's a change from, I don't know, loving yourself to not loving yourself, a change in friendships, whatever it may be. What do we do amidst the ups and downs in the present? Well, I think the most powerful thing we can do is control the assumption we make. 
which is mindfulness, but it's the most powerful thing we can do for ourselves is to not allow our human reactive mind to assume that change is bad, that different means worse, that change means lack. This is all about belief and faith, but let's try to get practical and prove it to ourselves because I think we'd all agree that, yeah, of course, we'd feel better amidst the bullshit of life to genuinely believe that losing something is fine because we're going to find or create something better. It's just a matter of time. And, you know, we probably all start with that mentality, right? We probably do, but then life does its thing and hits us again and again and again. And then eventually here we are with a negative mentality towards life that says change is bad. Change is a reflection of permanent loss. So I challenge you to do this. The next time in your life something changes, the next time objectively you lose something in life, ask yourself this, is this lack or is this transition? Is this lack or is this transition? And the reason I find this question to be so powerful is because it allows you to question where the discomfort of that change is coming from. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Where is the discomfort of that change coming from? Because ultimately, that is what causes us to arrive at negative conclusions about change in life. Change is always going to be uncomfortable, of course, because by definition, change is going from something that was good, that was routine, that was normal, from that to something new. And of course, inherent in that is discomfort. And as humans, we associate discomfort with the negative. 
of course, that's how we're wired and it's helpful in most scenarios biologically, right? Like you're touching a hot plate, bing, 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 discomfort, stop, good. You saved yourself. (laughs) But when it comes to emotional matters, purpose, passion, relationships, it's not that binary. So how can we prove to ourselves that the discomfort we feel from change in life is actually a good thing? Specifically, how can we prove to ourselves that discomfort is a sign of transition and not lack? Well, let's get real. Let's get real about life. Let's get real about the fact that growing and progressing in life is literally impossible without change. I'm sure you'd agree. I'm sure you could find examples in your life where your growth was literally only the result of change. Seriously, think about some changes in your life. Think about some ways that you grew. You know, maybe changing from high school to college, changing from working a a fun summer job to finally working your big boy job, um, change from not working out to being really into fitness, right? We have many examples in life where our growth was the result of change. Our growth was only the result of that change, and it has to be. But think about those examples that you're thinking about. You probably chose the ones where you decided to change. You chose the example of you breaking up with your ex, you changing jobs, you moving cities, and so on. And I think that's great, of course. And you could sit there and you can say as a result of that reflection, yeah, change is good. It's a reflection of positive transition. You could think back, look at your memories and say, yeah, that was great. I transitioned from okay to good, from good to great, and so on and so on. But those were changes that you decided to embark upon. So it's easy to highlight those and say, yeah, okay, I get it. But what about the changes that you didn't want in the first place? Why can't we apply the same logic there, the same conclusion there? Mindfulness at its core is all about logic. It's about applying the same rules in life, whether it's a good scenario or a bad scenario, whether it's a good outcome or a bad outcome. And it's in this sense that I find a lot of power in showing myself the positive side of change. And as a result, seeing change as transition and not lack. Like I do this on a podcast a lot. I talk a lot about logic, logic driven mindfulness, observation driven mindfulness. I give examples all the time, right? About two sides of a spectrum, right? For instance, if we have proof and we believe that life can go, unfortunately, from 100 to zero very quickly, why can't we also believe that life can go from zero to 100 quickly as well? Or if we believe in bad karma and we believe that bad karma comes from negative actions, Why can't we believe in good karma, that it comes from good, kind, compassionate actions, right? Just logic, just applying the same logic on the flip side of life from negative to positive. It's the same when it comes to change in life and the assumptions that we make as a result. We have proof that life can be good. The change that we started can be good. Why can't we believe that the change that's thrust upon us can be good as well. Why can't we believe that? Why can't we believe that change given to us is a reflection of transition instead of loss? Why can't we believe that change given to us is a sign that we're now simply in between two things? We're simply in between something that wasn't right for us. We might have thought it was. We might have hoped it was, but it was proven not to be. We're in between that and the future, and the future holds something better. And of course, we have to believe the latter part of that, that the future holds something better, but that's literally the only variable at play here when it comes to change in life. Can you push yourself to try this, to believe the future holds something better for you? Is it lack or is it transition? Lack is only lack if you decide this is the end of your story. 
But if you decide that it's not, you're simply in a state of transition. You're simply in between. And the discomfort you feel is simply the the discomfort of moving past something that wasn't right for you. And doesn't it feel good to know, even if you kind of didn't really want this, (laughs) to know that that thing in your past wasn't right for you? And then through belief that something better lies ahead, you're in between. You're in between what wasn't right for you and what is right for you. You're in between A and B. You're in between relationships, jobs, people, places, whatever. But you believe that on the other side is what you deserve. Discomfort is a sign. It's a positive sign that something wasn't right for you, but there is something right for you, and it lies beyond the in-between. You're transitioning from there to there. Right, The in-between sounds like a, a place in Stranger Things. But, but seriously, I think at the end of the day, I just want to encourage you to challenge yourself. Is this loss or is this transition? The only way it's true loss, true end of the road, it's all over loss, is if you decide this is the last page of the last chapter of your story. You don't believe that, do you? You don't believe that this is your final chapter. If you're tempted to say you do, well, I would challenge you to prove it. Seriously, prove that this is it. Prove that you have nothing left in the tank, that you're not willing to try again, that you're giving up, that you have nothing to offer anyone or the world around you. That's a heavy statement, but I know that's not you. Sure, take a break, take the pressure off, but you know deep down that this is not it. This is not your final chapter. Say that. This is not my final chapter. You're simply going through change. And when you realize this, when you say, this is not my final chapter, It's impossible that change given to you in life is anything but transition. You are simply in a state of transition. And again, think back in life. New beginnings that come from transition are never easy. Think about the new beginnings you've experienced in your life that you started, that you kicked off. They weren't easy, but eventually you found your stride and you grew. Right? We talked about this. It's the same with the changes given to you and the new beginnings that they bring about. Transition, not loss. This is not your final chapter. And I'll end here with an email I actually literally just got from a listener. It's funny how the the topics aligned. Uh, I'll just say his first name. But a listener named Anthony sent me this this morning. He was talking about the podcast. And then he goes, Case, one idea that comes up over and over again in the meditation space is the idea of impermanence, about how so much in life is constantly in flux. A popular idea, I think originally Buddhist, is that life and death is like a wave, existing in one moment and gone the next. The idea that struck me is that I think we can view our encounters with people the same way. The people who cause us harm are waves that hurt when they crash down on us, but it's only our memories of that wave and that pain that linger. The wave itself has long receded into the ocean. So it's then on us to decide, will we let that fear prevent us from getting back in the water, or do we face it head-on, ready for the next wave? And I love that. Thank you, Anthony, for sending that over. It's the same when it comes to change and transition. Will we allow fear? Will we let fear prevent us from believing in our next chapter? Will we let fear convince us that this is it, that change is loss? Or will we embrace change, embrace the in-between and find hope in what will come, that we are simply in a state of transition? So I'll end it right here. I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you something to think about. If it did, Can you do me a favor and share the podcast with a friend? Just send them the link. Tell them to check it out. I do new episodes every Monday and every Thursday. 
But that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me by picking up my new book, But First, Inner Peace on Amazon. But that's it. Until next episode, I'm out. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.